Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Mm. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. Thirteen indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crypt. Hitting blood rituals. Fifty scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish into raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian, I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced, Ethiopian, in Helen Kush, blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush, standing on the middle line, no defining, swirling dervish, in between space and time, just a fix Tuesday, another news day, northeast, west, southwest, not here to confuse the day, just a fuse the way, uh, another Whether you suffer from pain in your back, the aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Suicide, I worship no idol. 
look my style all over gyms going down in a spiral. You stuck in your root. My intelligence past my cool. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on a stoop. Got scooped and swooped in my loop. Do the knowledge, whack them seeds, get played like flu. It was the son of the saw, a gift from the gods. We rule flying through the sky with golden wings. Submerged into the light, knighted by the golden king with the scepter of justice. Melanin cultivating chi until we are Aquarians, finally becoming one with the righteous sun. So law, souls are raw, magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above. So below, the souls just trapped in the lowest depths of hell. Incarnated into 76 trillion cells to break free. We must be refined, masculine and feminine properties combined. The devil is the author of confusion. 183,000 divisions. Denomination sets code schisms and isms. Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical. Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal. Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles. Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness, Mormons versus Seven Day Advances, skeptics, atheists, and agnostics, divine and cosmic tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists. Though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance. So we crush the head of Leviathan. Battle my control to fill them with suggestion, brainwashing indoctrination, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and law, in this chessboard game called like we've all been pawns, puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns, you can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. Yeah, thanks. Another one. Another wonderful uh, Tuesday. Tips and Tricks Tuesday. Uh, First World Order Radio. And, yep, once again, it's uh, Blackwater the Meta Magician on this Tips and Tricks Tuesday. I'd like to give thanks to those that came before and those who will come after. I say, to Wasatashi, power. Okay, and um, you know, another Tuesday, warm out there, fire day. You know, what I'm saying another, one of them sun days, but call it Tuesday, fire day, Mars day, or whatever you want to call it. Um, been a another nice couple of days. So on that hiatus for the past week, did a few things, saw a few things. The today's um, yeah, today's topic is the mortal body of the head, like. So we're going to go into the etymology of that first and foremost so, you know, we'll get a good glimpse of what that is in the, um, you know, in the, the hidden water, that, that dark light of the intelligence. So what what that is saying, I went over this once before, you know, some old, some new, some bald, some blue. Which we always gotta go back sometimes to see how far we came. So also with some current events that took place in the past few weeks, and we're gonna go into that. I put some pictures up on the slideshow. 
to aware and uh, bring that, you know, that conscious information towards the table a little bit, but just go into what uh, the mortal body of the head and light and how it, in etymology as far as uh, making connection is concerned, how it breaks down to changing the L, <clears throat> changing the L over to a R, and then by D, I'm in the rock. So M is near uh, or in, moves water or that which lives in the water. Er is light or divine being. Ta is earth, fire, to burn or flame. R, A-R, is to tie together. That's the first word. So that's the divine being that exists within the water. Um, to tie together, I put bringing harmony to earth and fire. All right, so that's the divine being that exists within the water, bringing harmony to earth and fire, or to bring harmony to earth, time and earth. All right, so the divine being that exists within the water, bringing harmony to earth. And then the second word is Ba-Di. Ba is the divine soul, and D means um, basically to give, so I say contributing. So contributing to the divine soul, and then Amin Ra is Amin. Amin is hidden in Ra's light. So the divine being that exists within the water, bringing harmony to earth, contributing to the divine soul of the hidden light. And that is or the immortal body of the hidden light. All right, so we're going to go into a few um, practical exercises or exercises on how to um, build and construct the Ra or the divine being that exists within the water, bringing harmony to earth, contributing to the divine soul of the hidden light. Basically, the divine being is the soul, of course, that exists within the water. That's the physical body, which consists of 70 to 90% water. And bringing harmony to earth, that's the physical body or the physical reality externally as well as internally, and that contributes to the divine soul, the divine soul being the box, you know, of course, and then of the hidden light. The hidden light is uh, Amin Ra or that melanin, or, you know what I'm saying? So it's the hidden light of the intelligence, the dark light. So the divine being that exists within the water bringing harmony to earth, contributing to the divine soul of the hidden light is who you are. In essence, that's who and what you are here to do is to bring harmony to earth from a, from the internal reality by inner peace of self, and then bringing that, bridging that harmony out to the external reality, being earth, physical reality, well, by way of the hidden light, which is external and internal melanin, dark matter and dark energy that brings forth the light of Haru. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to go over some practical exercises. So first we're going to, well, what happened is, okay, you know, I always got a story to tell. So what happened is I was, me and one of my brothers, Brother Saeed, we was out, um, we was filming the uh, Ace Band and Posse. You, you guys can locate that on uh, on the YouTube, Dr. Aline's Dr. YouTube, I see Aline Bay. Uh, YouTube page, and you can check that out. It's uh, it has eight different postures within it, 
Yeah, the other day, okay, I was uh, I got a call. I woke up about like twelve thirty. I went to bed, but some said, "Wake up!" And so I went in the kitchen. And I checked my phone. My phone was plugged up in the kitchen. So I went and checked the phone, and someone had called me. It was calling me right at that moment. It was a friend of mine that had a child at least, and um, she needed a ride home because she had got locked out of her mother's house or something like that. And no one would answer the door. She had her, her son with her out there. And it was a cold night, you know. And I'm like, oh, boy, I'm in the bed. What you mean? What you <laughs> Somebody, I was like, okay, we can go. Spirit then got me out the bed, but, you know, and whatnot. Intelligence, like, get up, check the phone. So I, I was like, well, it must be for a reason. So I went ahead, took, I picked up, took, took up to um, where she lived, about 10 minutes up the highway, dropped her off. But I went in and I checked. I was, you know, I talked to her for a few minutes, but it was like, I don't know, she, you know, she into her own world or whatever, doing things, you know what I'm saying, but I didn't, I didn't, whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to transfer this energy to somewhere else. So I picked up my cell phone and I started looking at the uh, Ace Standard Posses on, on, uh, on, the, on that uh, YouTube page. And I was just looking at them and stuff. And then all of a sudden, I got to a, got to a point, and I said, what the heck is that light back there? And I, you know, I seen the light. And I was like, hold up. So I, I slowed it down. I kept moving it, you know, with the phone, uh, the, the gadget, the little trigger thing on the phone to rewind back for it. And then finally, you know, I, I, I zoomed in on it. I'm like, man, look, that got a shape to it. It's two, it was two different pictures. I mean, two different times that this occurred. But finally... You know, the next, I, you know, I left and everything, went home. So the next day I got home and I got in front of the, um, my editing. I got in front of the computer where my, I have an editing suit where you can, you know, mix up stuff and cut it up and all that, fast forward, slow it down and all that. So I slowed it down to where I could really see it then I manipulated a little bit to where I could actually zoom in and focus on it. I'm like, hold up, what's that? What is that? So I asked a few people, and everybody like, yeah, it just looks like it just, it just popped out of nowhere then went back, you know what I'm saying? So um, then, you know, I'm getting a little skeptical, like, nah, this is light reflecting off the camera, you know what I'm saying? But then, you know, I think about how light do exist. It does reflect, but it was bouncing only in two different areas, and it was only in movement. The sun was directly behind us when he was filming, so the sun was behind us, and we saw those reflections and how they were those different colors of the spectrum was right there. But these two uh, lights just came out of nowhere then went and dissipated, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just coming from another dimension or something. When, I, when we when we actually finally sat down and dissected it and, uh, you know, was observing it with a keen eye like that. So this I said, hold up, I've seen this before. What have I seen this at? And then... Uh, it dawned upon me, oh, no, that's, uh, that's in the tablet. That's in the holy tablet. Part so. so good. What's going on? Okay, that's it. Um, this graphic towel out of the closet. Maybe it might be some toilet paper right there, though, or well, baby wipes you use So um, I looked in the holy tablets, and there it was. I was like, hold on, that's the same exact. Almost to the to the T of what this uh, this figure that is sitting right here in front of uh, in front of myself from the physical, and then I you know it, like I said it dawned on me I recall that's uh, the human body forming a ship, 
like, oh, that's almost the same thing. So I had to, since the Spirit led me to do a lot of other things, I had to go ahead and place it on um, as as an F on blog talk. I was like, hold on. I can't just sit on like a, like an egg, you know, the golden goose or whatever. But in essence, that's the golden orb. That, if we go into the eight stands and you recall, that's the seventh um, posture. Or the eighth and the sixth and seventh posture. So when we are we go in and we it's called uh, creating or forming the golden orb. So I you know what I'm saying, but that's uh in the holy tablets in chapter seven. I'm gonna read out of chapter seven real quick out of the holy tabs. If you have a copy of it, um if you have one, read with me. If not, this is on page um the picture is on page 674, and it's diagram 105, the human body turning itself into a shift. The act, what I'm going to read out of is on page um, 670, the divine breath, and I'm going to read for a couple of seconds out of the Holy Task. Holy Task by Dr. Malachi D. York. Give thanks to that brother, to the God. Um, you know he he did uh, he's doing a lot of things even at, in this day and time. A lot of good information came forth from that brother. You know what I mean? You know Matilda Deck. So uh, you know I've been in, I've been reading the Holy Tabs since I was like 20 years old. So it's been a few years, and it's uh, been a good source of information and a good uh, source of. Uh, Upliftment and advancement in, in my life, and I know it has been enough sisters and brothers like this. Well, so I'm gonna read this. this is the Divine Breath out of Chapter Seven, the Living Soul El Hey, or El Ha. Yeah. All right. The Living Soul. It states right here: As a red blood cell leaves the lungs and goes to the heart, and is pumped around through it is pumped around through the system. It throws off some of its oxygen and vitality and picks up a little more of the mental part that forms its outer wall or shell. In this way, it strengthens itself in the physical sense, but revitalizes itself as far as life force is concerned. Loses in life force, it has distributed at the various capillaries in the physical form and has given strength and vitality to the physical form in this way. Eventually, the blood cell parts its journey through the veins to the heart again, and by the time it reaches the heart, it has a strong physical shell with very little life force in the center of its body. It's then a revitalized cell, and the heart sends it up to the lungs once more to receive more to the life force in the center of its body. Then it descends from the lungs to the heart to be redirected through the body on its job of distributing vitals and life. Each time the blood cell in the normal healthy body leaves the lungs and goes to the heart to steer its great job of vitality, it is a well-balanced, harmonious cell containing the proper proportions of etheric life force. But after it has gone its way, giving life force to the various parts of the body and is ready to come back to the lungs, it is imbalanced cell. It is an imbalanced cell because of its life force, because its life force has left and changed the balance it. So it is important to make use of breathing exercises such as Tai Chi to breathe in, ah, to breathe out, la. To come in contact with the spiritual self, remember this. 
Now you know the composition of your formals I call, son of Atim and Lilith. All right? I'm going to read that. Because, I mean, I read this back in, you know, when, when I, like I said, when I first got involved with uh, this information. But that whole sentence right here is, the cell becomes imbalanced because of this life force. The life force has left and changed the balance here. So it is important to, to make use of breathing exercises such as Tai Chi, to breathe in ah and to breathe out la or Allah or Yura. When we interchange that L to R, and Yura means the great light. So the great light comes in contact with the spirit itself, your etheric form. So remember this, you sons and daughters of Zakar. I mean, remember this, you sons and daughters of Atena and Lilith. Okay. So, 15 years ago, whatever that may be, I scanned through this and didn't notice Tachi, but yeah, that's what we're doing right there. And, you know, the Qigong is an advanced form. Well, Tachi is an advanced form of Qigong. You know what I'm saying? So, we were taking in that, that light, neurotic great light, it develops and enhances the imbalancement of the cell, but it develops and enhances also the spiritual shell that's outside of the body as well through the divine breath. Instead, it states right here, new Elion, 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 El, the most high, the highest put it there. There's a spiritual life force called the divine breath. Basically, that's dark matter, you know what I'm saying, dark energy. So that divine breath, that dark light, the hidden light of the intelligence, helps us or assists us in building that um that vessel that's external, that golden orb. The golden orb. Uh, Grandmaster Sinyada calls it uh, through the Tibetan mystic system is called the, the golden dragon body. You know what I'm saying? The golden bell is also what it's been referred to. You know, in the, in the uh, I think it's called the Burial Society back when the Nazis was trying to uh, form some type of ball or something, but they did the external or the um, the material type of. Uh, so this is the hum- the human body forming into a ship itself. Now, like I said, this takes place by way of the great light. Or um, your your or Allah, as is explained here. And if you remember how I explained, well, the explanation or what's going on in that part of the the qigong is we breathe in through the solar plexus, and then we breathe out the arm pitch while the arms are placed at the waist level and the hands are cupped and the fingers are going towards the hips. You can go into the, um, the YouTube page and actually see this, the eight standing postures. I think it's called uh, Sifu, Elo, Elo, uh, He, Bay, um, and the eight standing postures. So, but that part right there is forming the golden orb or the golden orb, golden veil. It's the golden body. Now, we... I'm going to read this right here to the four centers. This is on page 672. I'm going to go all the way to um, through um, 673. The four centers, the four centers of the spiritual form lay upon and thoroughly penetrate the glands of the physical form and draw on the solar energy. 
and life force of the atmosphere and put them into the physical form by their counterparts, the physical glands. These four centers or seats of the light are the sockets into which the glands are plugged in order for the life force to flow into the physical form. When your body becomes ill, what has happened is the physical and the spiritual forms have somehow become disconnected. The physical is cut off from its source of life or the source of life force. Some connecting wires between the two forms have been either severed or damaged in your inner light doors. Your body begins filling with darkness. The cells start for the light force, vitality, energy, and slowly die if the connection is not repaired. This goes into another section of chapter, chapter 7, the living soul, El Hay, or El Hay. It's called the process of healing. So how do the Anunnaki, or the Anunnaki, or the angels of the green light fit into the process of healing? How are the healings manifested? What power is at work to help you regain your physical perfection? Sometimes instantly, sometimes overshadow hours, sometimes requiring longer. The great healing force which operates under the direction of the subconscious mind is available to everyone. It is a life force which, if properly directed, could keep perfect every physical form, which could heal everything. It is the green light directed by Murdoch. Peace and blessings of El, El Elo be upon you, ruler of Malachite. The secret is to understand how to direct his life force to release tension within and to stimulate its vibration to bring all the cells of your physical form into harmony one with the other. Murdoch, the peace and blessings of Anu, El Elo, be upon him, releases the same healing force within El Kut, the center of the suns of the green light. Through mind power focuses with full intensity upon the inner world and upon the acceleration and direction of the inner forces. Also employ the use of prayer and meditation, visualization of the presence of the green light, affirmation of the power of this presence, and stimulating through focalizing, focalizing through a thought force, the tremendous life energy within and surrounding the physical form. Through this focalized mind power, the green light forces act like a magnet stimulated within. It begins immediately to attract from the swirling sea of ethers around us. The sweeping current of green light, which is awaiting to be drawn into any reservoir of life force, thus stimulated, the physical form becomes an electromagnetic force field surging with increased power and drawing more and more potent currents into itself from the surrounding ethers. Every molecule, every atom which builds upon the cells of the physical body is built around a minute center of light, which is the spiritual force. It is this infinite small life dot, divine aspect, Life of light from a new Elyon, Elyon, El, the most high, the highest, which is the secret power that holds together the atom and the molecule. It is the center of the molecular solar system. The atom is nothing more than a tiny, a tiny solar system charged with electric and magnetic power. All right, so the power of healing is within everyone through the, the, the molecular, atomic, and cellular realities. How do we, that's the process of healing right there by fueling that cell with an abundance of light. So mo chi, mo power, like we say in Shaolin, or mo power, mo chi. So how, if you want to develop more potential and use a lot, utilize more of your potential need to um, access more chi or more energy, more light, basically, and the green light, if we, we're going to go over the wise tech, hey, not guru, Meditation. Um, I'm not going to. We, we, it's not a good time to do it. It's best to do this meditation in the day 
first part of the day because of how intense it is, the bellows breathing, the most breathing. So we, we're going to be pumping our stomach. We went over it before a few times, but it's the Wajit Hainak Haru meditation, which basically means the Emerald Infinite Intelligence of the Celestial Order. So Wajit is Emerald, um, Hay is Infinite, Nag is Intelligence or Wisdom, and Haru is uh, the Celestial Order. But Wajit Hainak Haru, and we'll be saying that throughout the meditation on each pump. So it's four pumps, Wajit Hainak Haru, or the stomach, while the stomach pumps in and out, We'll be saying, watch it, hey, nakuru. Watch it, hey, nakuru. But as we do this, it uh, will allow the energy, the Kundalini energy, if you will, to rise. And stim- we're going to stimulate that energy. It's going to rise up into the solar plexus region, the heart region, and then be located within the throat, the, um, the um, uh, parathyroid and thyroid glands, and then goes back up to the pituitary tonal gland body. And that's where, you'll, as we exhale out um, after each one, and we're going to be doing um, reverse nostril breathing as well, so we're alternate nostril breathing. So this is how we go. We, we start by beginning with a closing off the right nostril. So we close off the right nostril with the right thumb while the right index finger is pressed into the first eye center. So the right index finger will be in the center of the eyebrows, while we're holding down the right nostril with the right thumb, and then we take in a breath, and then we exhale with force to clear out the passage of the left nostril. So we breathe in and clear out the left nostril. Then while then we exchange the um, left thumb, take the left thumb off the right nostril, and then we place the um, middle finger on the left nostril, and we do the same for that nostril. So we breathe in the right nostril, then clear that out. Make sure there's no baggage in there, none of that goop from yesterday. You know, we want no boogers and snot flying around while we're doing the, the meditation, breathing in and out of each nostril. All right, so then after we have breathed out both nostrils, we initiate the chin lock and continue to hold the chin lock throughout the inner side. The chin lock is when we bring in, we bring the neck up somewhat, we bring the neck down closer to the um, chest without touching the chest and without um, leaving too much space. And you'll feel, you'll feel the energy rise up somewhat. If it's not correct, you'll get a slight headache somewhat. And you'll feel you'll feel it being blocked in a certain area. So you'll get used to it after a while and notice where your neck should be. So um so we're pressing in at the middle eye at the first eye and then we um holding down. From here we we now breathe through we've already done the both our passages. So now we're gonna hold down the right nostril again with the thumb and breathe in for seven seconds. And then we close off the left nostril with the while the um, index finger is holding. We're still at the at the uh, first eye chakra, the center, and we hold down the right. I mean the left nostril with the middle finger and the right nostril with the thumb. Coming up on on the perineum, the space in between the evacuation um, canal and the uh, um, and the um, procreation. Um, organ or the sex organ or that small little space called the perineum. So we bring up that space with a little, with, with slight pressure. Don't put too much force into it. Just notice that you got to close that off so the energy won't seep out of that area. And then the tongue is at the roof of the mouth behind the teeth. All right, so now we're going to breathe in. Like I said, breathe in through 
the um, left nostril, they close it off, breathe it for seven seconds, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, close it off, and then we go to the Wahe Nagaru. So we pump the stomach while holding both nostrils, one. So three, four pumps, Wahe Nagaru. While we pump, we can do that as many times as you feel comfortable. Don't knock yourself out, though. This is a very intense uh, exercise. It, it, it can get very heated. You'll feel some heat going up, especially if you haven't done strong meditations like this before. But you'll feel the Kundalini energy or the Prana energy as heat at first, but it'll start cooling off after, you, after you've done this for a couple of days in repetition. It's good to do it for at least 40 days so you really get the full um, amount of what the potential is capable of doing for you. So you do that, then you, after uh, doing those for seven, nine, or 15, however many pumps you want to do, it's four pumps in each one. So you watch it, hey, not will be one. Watch it, hey, not will that's two. Then you breathe out the um, right nostril. Then you breathe in. After seven seconds breathing out, you breathe in the left nostril. I mean the right nostril. You breathe in the right nostril. Seven seconds. Then you close off the right nostril. Close off the right nostril and commence to the watch it, hey, not guru, get Watch it, hey, not guru. Watch it, hey, not guru. Watch it, hey, not guru. And you're saying the emerald, infinite intelligence of the celestial order. And that is you. That's the green light as well, though, El Condita. So when you're taking in sound and that vibration, as well as the mind and the intent of that sound, you're feeding the cells of the body that green light force, and that acts as a magnet that stimulates within again and begins to immediately attract a swirling sea of ethers around us. And this sweeping current of green light, which is a way to be drawn into any reservoir of light force, it stimulates stimulate the physical form and becomes an electromagnetic force field, surging with increased power and drawing more and more pole currents into itself from the surrounding ethers. All right, so... Now, this, like I said, this meditation came to me out of Dr. York might have sent it from where he's at. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You know, that is a good brother. Well. You know, it's like Pops. That's what we call him. Without a new obvious information, we call him Pops. You know what I'm saying? So, it, I don't know. After traveling, I was traveling yesterday, last night, in my dream state, or not the subconscious realm, for some reason, Michael Jordan, I was, I was at a game or something, and Walked up to Michael Joy, sitting behind the bench, and he put his hand out and shook my hand. I, I was like, dang, what is he was looking all big and shit. <laughs> like, he was about 280 pounds. Not being, like, out of, out of shape, but being, like, bigger than me anyway. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw his hand like, that has a big-ass hand with rings all over that bitch. But I just, I just shook his hand, and, you know, and everything. You know, Michael Jordan means uh, he who dares to be like God has descended. Jordan means to the sin, and Michael means he who dares to be as God. So he he just, he jumped from the free throw line, dared to be like God, and then he descended back. Now, but you know that's that's what that's what's good. He, you know Jordan also is uh, esoterically is uh, the river Jordan, which leads to the sin, but it's uh, where uh, Jesus, so so called Jesus, was baptized by John the Baptist, and you know the. The bird or the dove descended out of heaven and came to the river Jordan while so-called Jesus was being baptized. Jesus in the pineal gland being baptized in um, in the third ventricle or that dark fluid substance there, melanin basically. You know what I mean? So um, baptized also means to dye or to color. You know what I'm saying? But it also means to be dipped in water. 
if you color. So, you know, that being that he he descended. But that was a weird dream. Anyway, um, so that light, that green light is inside of this meditation is the, the infinite intelligence of the celestial order. So after we've done those for a couple of reps, you can do both nostrils. Make sure you end with blowing out of the, um, exhaling out of the left nostril because we began with breathing in that nostril. So we will end with blowing out of that nostril to keep it balanced. And then after that, stay in the meditative mode. You bring your hands together and um, hold your thumb, grab your right thumb with your left hand. And it's called the, uh, stilling the mind movement. So you steal the mind, and you collect your energy at that point. Your hands will be right there below the belly button where um, the lower dantian is, basically where the eight primordial cells are in the sacral region. And you breathe in, the color red, allow it to go up the spine to the pineal gland, and then immediately let it shoot back down from the, um, the cleft. After you get to the cleft, you breathe out, allow it to shoot back down to your, where your hands are located, one inch or two inches below the belly button. And then you breathe in again, allow it to go to the back of the spine again, and imagine the color black going up the spine, and then shooting out of the bindu spot or the soft spot where we were babies, the soft spot at the top of the head, and imagine the black energy going out of that area and see wings forming, black wings forming. These are healing wings, basically melanin forming. You can be the dove's wings coming and going to the, you know, descending out of heaven and enhancing your um your physical and emotional and mental from the spiritual point of view, enhancing all of those bodies, and then coming and forming around into wings right there at, out of the bender spot. So you see this flowing fluid of energy coming directly down and up into that spot, and hold your breath for 81 heartbeats. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, all the way to 81, and then breathe out. When we breathe out, we're going to breathe out the mouth to sound. If you recall, this chapter is chapter seven. That's El Hay or El Hay. So that's, that sound is the heart sound. And we are directing the energy from the heart through our higher intent and loving intent, the inner smile, and that loving intent changing it from a fear intent, you know, from this physical reality that is basically based on fear altering and manipulating or altering that sense into this higher vibration of love and flowing that green, that El Kadir, that that Wajit, you know what I'm saying, Wajit Na through the emerald infinite intelligence of the celestial order, flowing that down, El Kups, the pole of that magnetic energy of that green light, and let, allowing it to fuse through every cell of your physical body and feel it and give it that that power, that light, that green light, and that's healing for yourself, and it and it's also can be utilized as healing for others, but it will also advance one's uh, spiritual evolution by advancing the DNA, all right, through the four centers. And those four higher centers are from the soul plexus, the throat plexus, the pineal, and the pituitary. So that's the um, the thymus gland, the um, uh, Parathyroid, thyroid gland, as well as 
the pituitary gland and the pineal gland that are going to be uh, enhanced, and that's going to give the rest of the remaining of the body a healing as well, and all those other glands, the pancreas, the prostate, and the uh, adrenal glands will also um, be come back on live because we want to be relaxing through the it, well, I'm going to talk about other aspects of uh, how to elevate and keep elevated through and stay elevated throughout the day as well through practical exercises and exercises. All right, so that I know I went probably a few minutes on just that topic, but that's the that's the I, the discussion tonight is basically you know how to bring about um, or construct and produce the immortal body of the hidden light. That's the divine being that exists within the water, bring harmony to earth, contributing to the divine soul of the light. And basically, that's the Merkaba. That's that vessel. That's the, the ship, the Nebuharu. You know what I'm saying? We're looking for a, a, a rock to fly around the sky or whatever, or some other ship to come and, and save us. That's the same thing given to a religion. Like, you know, we're looking for an external device to save us from some type of catastrophe or whatnot. When in actuality we are our own saviors, we are the ship. And when I seen it, I, you know, visualization sometimes is better than just uh, audio. When you know, when you see, when you hear something, that means yeah, you know, I believe it. You know, I believe what they're saying. But when you see something, you know it somewhat. But when you experience it, that means you're becoming it. You know what I'm saying? So. We're going to go through a few things where you can actually see. Then, you know, that's seeing. You hear people talking. We've heard people talking about on the visual, and we've heard people talking about ships and everything. Now, I ate, like I said, that, this is from my perception, but I've zoomed in a few times, and I kept looking at it. I'm like, what the heck? That, that's that thing right there, right there. That's the ship. That's the physical body forming into uh, a ship. So, um, got to give back, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're here for. So it's not like, like I said, I ain't going to go sit on the golden orb and be a golden chicken hatching, trying to hatch a golden egg. So I'm going to hatch this egg and let you guys know what's popping, you know what I'm saying? And so y'all can get y'all the egg golden too, you know what I'm saying? And, and be able to uh, do modest touch out here. Everything trying to go. Because you are golden, you are God, and you are good. All right. Okay, so a few tips and tricks to enhance the um, telomere. Telomeres are, are sequences of DNA at the end of chromosomes. They're at the very end of chromosomes. Chromosomes are that X-shaped type thing, you know what I'm saying? That That's, uh, you know, we can go into that all day. The chromosomes is like, that's like it holds, uh, it's within the cell but it holds the DNA. So these chromosomes that we get from our parents, uh, 23 from my mom's, 23 from my pops, we got 46 in there, 4, 6, 1, 0, 1, so 23 in me, like I like to talk about, so that 46 in that 1 is completion. So we're fueling that 1, that divine soul, divine being, over at the pineal gland, that uh, two-dimensional, one-dimensional dot. That flat surface, that flat earth is absorbing and taking in light sound that penetrates through that and then personifies this third dimensional reality into what it is. 
circle of lines. All right, so some good things to help lengthen telomeres are vitamin B12, it's the energy vitamin. Um, it it gives us energy, but it's also good for uh, building nerves. So we need nerves, you know what I'm saying, to be able to um, have good flow of energy throughout every organ system. All right, so um, by vitamin B12, it's found in a lot of animal tissue. I'm a vegetarian, so I, I supplement, you know, I still need more. I ain't going to find So I, that's why I deep breathe, get the vitamin 12 out the air sometimes. <laughs> and blocking too much. Vitamin D is very important as well. It's uh, anti-inflammatory. Um, you can get vitamin D from great excess from the sun. It's also good to, um, to supplement vitamin D. Vitamin D3 is the um, primary active form of it, omega-3s, um, astaxanthin. Astaxanthin is uh, one of the most effective and beneficial antioxidants. Um, it's anti-inflammatory as well and a DNA protected. It protects the DNA from uh, free radicals, things like that. So it's good to get astaxanthin, A-S-T-A-X-A-N-T-H-I-N. It comes from a microalgae. I've been popping them for about like a year now. The black tube, so it's dark. It's melanin. Like talk about it's pretty, pretty nasty when you pop it open, but it, it tastes good. It tastes good. No, don't listen. To it. But antioxidant crosses both the blood-brain barrier, so that means it goes straight into the body without being uh, blocked by uh, the blood. It goes to the brain as well. Now, some vitamins don't do that, like beta carotene and uh, lysopene. And it brings antioxidants and anti-inflammatory protection to the eyes, brain, and the central nervous system. So it protects that. And you, like I said, we need that central nervous system to be online properly because that's where the energy flows. And also all organ systems and every function of the body is connected to the central nervous system. So the central nervous system is somewhat out of whack or has some type of issue, then um, an organ will uh, soon enough start to deplete. Fermented foods, probiotics, you know, uh, fermented foods like uh, kefir, um, good drink of kombucha, um, they're pretty decent. Friendly bacteria is awesome, you know what I'm saying, um, because we need that gut flora. It has the power to uh, keep the immune system strong, and with a strong immune system, we have uh, strong DNAs in it, DNA in that, I mean, we're strong Cells and strong cells lead to strong uh, chromosomes, which leads to advancement in the DNA and expression of our genetics. Um, we can supplement that, but it's good to get it from um, from food as well, you know. And yeah, with that fruit, high fructose, and that, you know, the, and corn, high fructose corn syrup, processed foods, frozen dinners, and things like that. It eats the friendly flora up in our gut, so it, is, it would be wise to, um, if, if uh, one hasn't already, to go ahead and um, get probiotics, you know, friendly bacteria as a supplement, but also to get food items that are um, that already are fermented, like soy, you know, things like that. Tempeh, if you're not allergic to uh, those type of food items. All right. Um, polyphenols, 
polyphenols like grapes, um, cacao. That's like the chocolate raw cacao powder is uh, very good. It actually benefits uh, glucose metabolism. So people with diabetes, it helps with them. It helps with benefits cardiovascular health as well. Um, grapes have uh, resveratrol, and that goes to every cell. It penetrates the center of the cell, the nucleus, and it gives DNA time to repair from free radical damage. So grapes, you know what I'm saying, especially the seeded grapes, you know, the big, thick ones and stuff that don't break down well in the juices, you know. Uh, like green tea has polyphenols in it, and they're, they're good the antioxidant. And, um, you know, uh, as well, all right, so folate, folic acid is what it's called for um, to help strengthen the telomeres. Telomeres, by the way, we break that down in etymology, telomere or um, telomere, it means tavramir because you change the L to a R, so tavramir, the land of fire and water, tavramir, earth, ra, fire, mer, water land of fire and water. So there again, that's the physical body and the energy going up. You know, that telomere is the ends of uh again it's the the ends of the DNA strand. And as we age that DNA every time that that strand divides and makes another every time the cell divides and makes another one, that the end of that um the chromosome gets shorter. Sort of like making a copy of uh one um, like you got a, a sheet of paper with some information on it that keep making a copy of it over and over and over. Soon enough that um, copy is not going to have no ink on it. It's going to be shortened. It's not going to be the same after a while. All right. Yeah, that those are a few. Cucurman, uh, Cucurman is good as well. Turmeric. It comes from Kermit. It is uh, it's good to help strengthen and lengthen the telomeres as well. So adding it to your diet. And if you um, haven't read Why Doctors Matters by Dr. Richard King, Dr. Edward Bruce Bynum, mm-hmm. and Dr. Dr. Ansi Brown, Brown, as well as Dr. T. Owens, more on pages 59 to 60, it explains how these... Uh, this turmeric uh, helps with um, Alzheimer's patients as well as patients with dementia due to their um, being um, basically introduced to aluminum and it has blocked certain passages within the synapses to where they have developed these ailments. But turmeric can not only prevent it, it can help cure it. And in third world countries or, you know, other places like on the foreign foreign countries in the east, as well as uh, um, South America, they use turmeric in their uh, dishes and they don't have heart problems like we do in America. They, they use a lot of those different spices in their meals and it stirs them away from getting, um, having a stress on their cells. Okay. Uh, we'll go into 22, um, 22 
facades that we are developing into the immortal body. I'm going to fuse those in with the 22 uh, letters of the Hebrew alphabet as well. And then we're going to go back into some practical exercises and exercises. So that you know, I, I don't want to lose nobody. Either. And if you have any questions, you know, just press, press that button. You know what I'm saying? And um, I do the best of my ability to uh, answer that question through the ancestors. Because it ain't me answering the question. I, I, I tap in. I don't tap out. You know how it is. You know what I'm saying? We gotta keep the fight going. There's a lot going on out there too. But 22 signs that we are developing into our immortal body, or what we can also call the the divine being that exists within the water, bringing harmony to earth, contributing to the divine soul of the hidden light. All right, so these are the 22 signs that we are advancing into that mortal body. And also, like I said, I'm going to um, see how these course show, how these correspond. Actually, this is just something that came to me. You know, I, you know all right, so 20, the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet and how they go in, they're going to go in with these 22 signs. All right, so the first sign is that your intuition is developing at a rapid rate or high sensory perception. So your intuition will be developing at a rapid rate. Other high senses like clairvoyance, clairaudience can also be turned on. Uh, these high senses allow you to access information and wisdom that otherwise would be unavailable through the use of your rational mind. Harmonious, lucid dreaming, and out-of-body experiences are also ways to access higher dimensional information. So you'll be going to, you'll have in your astral traveling or in your lucid dreaming, like out-of-body experiences, you will also be accessing these higher-dimensional, uh, this, in, this input or the, uh, or the external light through by way of dreams. This will be uh, basically star code spectrums um, or star code patterns that are coming from uh, photons, you know, photonic energy, and that's also the green light coming in through the pineal gland or through the soft spot and uh, going into that L coop, that pole of electromagnetic energy, which will be your spine, the central nervous system, and going down. And then when you go into the um, what we call the Nichishu or Nichishin, the, uh, the divine cycle, um, which, was, which is basically the uh, microcosmic or the macrocosmic orbit within Taoist. Uh, traditional Taoist mystic uh, meditative exercises. So that cycle, you'll be bringing in that, that information, and that information is direct information from the source in place of indirect information from external um, sources such as the media or friends and friends, family. But we can pick up information through that, but we have to discern and break that down into another reality, which would be intelligence or spiritual. So, but the, a higher sense of perception would be one of the first, is one, is one of the things that will develop when we are going into the immortal body. 
right, and this um, correlates with Elise. Elise is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. That means uh, leader, strength, power, and it's, uh, the symbol is the ox head. So it's also the dual principle that represents all that exists and all that does not exist. It's the positive and negative, life and death. So it's, it's like the yin-yang. So it's like being able to see what it is in the perspective of the physical and, then be able, and also being able to break it down and discern and, and see what it is in the spiritual. Okay, and that's leader, strength, power, at least. All right, the second one is knowing your soul purpose. So with your high senses turned on, it has become crystal clear that your soul purpose, what your soul purpose is. Not only do you know what your mission is on earth, it is, but it is now time to fulfill this mission by taking action and walking your path. So you are fulfilling your basic human needs of self-growth and contribution by being on the path of eternal self-actualization and being at the service of others. So you have gained um, the reality of who you are and you are walking in the path of who you are by utilizing the higher sense perceptions and not the lower sense perceptions or basically ego and what the world has told you who you are. You're now going off of the direct information that you have, uh, you have, uh, uh, I guess you have, uh, we have gained through accessing uh, that light, you know what I'm saying, that uh, and talking to the DNA, to the intelligence. Okay. So knowing your soul purpose, that coincides with Bay. That's uh, B E T H, the second letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And that means container, house, family, and end. The symbol of is like a it's like a house. Um, basically it's the symbol of all habitat habitations and receptacles and anything that contains. So knowing your sole purpose, if your high senses turned on, it has become crystal clear what your purpose is. So you now contain your purpose in the physical debate. Remember when we break down base, when we lay that B down or whatever on the side, you have two um, spears, and then you have that line at the bottom, that flat surface at the bottom with the two spears going up on the top. That's equivalent to left and right brain. It was also equivalent to the physical reality on both sides, the physical and spiritual reality. And then when you break them apart, you have... Um, Three and one, or one and three, and that equates to uh, thirteen and four. And of course, four is one plus two plus three equals one, two, three, four. When we add all that together, we get ten. That goes back to completion. That goes back to the fine being or the one who you are. All right. So three, meeting your soul family. Your frequency has now attracted people within your environment that resonate at your soul levels. When you meet these people, these individual dual cells, you'll feel a strong and undeniable connection with them. It's like you have met them before from the past life or even in this life. It seems so surreal. Even if they lived on the other side of the world, the spiritual ties that are between you 
are so strong that years can go by and that if you meet again sometime, it seems that no, no time has passed at all for meeting your soul family. Your soul family will be those individuated dual selves that you might not even really talk to like that on a day-to-day, but it, you just have a connection to on a spiritual level, on that intelligent level in the mind, you know what I'm saying, in, that, in the fourth dimension, astral world, astral plane. And you, you just you know who they are, you know what I'm saying, just by the, that frequency that you have um, that you have connected with them through. It's a high frequency. It's a high vibration. Right? And the, the letter that coincides to that is um, the third letter is the male. It is uh, a foot. It means to carry, gather. It's a camel's foot or a camel's leg in the foot. So um, you're carrying and travel with that uh, intelligent connection throughout, you know what I'm saying, that spiritual tie. Remember, all things are interconnected by cords. So when you meet that those special ones in your life, you'll know it, you'll feel it. It's, like, it's undeniable. You, you can't go back on the truth, you know what I'm saying? I, um, so Gimel is the activity, is the motion of contained, limited existence or non-existence. It is at least in bay. So Gimel is, is when we put the intuition, and it coincides with your sole purpose. Put that, it is the motion, it's the movement of your intuition and your sole purpose. It's at least ambayed, the movement. So how the intuition and the, and the, um, the um, basically your sole purpose has connected, eventually you're going to start meeting the, your soul family because of that movement, the switch that's carrying us around. All right. So four is um, meeting your twin flame or soul mate. Um, we are in a relationship with a person that highlights and enhances your highest qualities as well as the person as well, this person will also mirror back to you everything that you need to work on in yourself. This type of relationship thrives on self-growth, contribution, high-giving love, and fulfillment. A necessary step for the manifestation of this relationship is cutting cords of attachment and karmic ties with previous relationships of the past. And we must remember that not all soulmates or twin flames are meant to be romantic partners. So all the, the um, soulmates and the, those so-called twin flames that we're looking for, some people are looking for, um, they're not necessarily there to be um, romantic partners. The letter that coincides with this, this, uh, this sign is Dalif. Dalif is the door. Um, it's movement to enter, and Dalif is the archetype of the physical existence. So, you know, meeting that soulmate or twin flame by way of the motion that has been carried out through Camille by way of that is also in completion and in connection with um, our intuition and our soul purpose. So the intuition comes in, soul purpose, then we start moving, then we 
find our uh, the soul purpose, then we go into our soul, we find our soul family, and then a soul mate or twin flame. All right, and then the twin flame is the archetype of physical existence. So that's the it's like the mold or the template of the physical reality. So that twin flame will help bring about manifestations in the physical world because the twin flames coming together, the male, female, or whatever their energies are, come together and bring about a connection of electromagnetic energy that will bring about that exchange from spiritual to physical a lot more promptly. All right, so five. Five is synchronicities and accelerated manifestations. So our connection with the universe and life is now evident. You know, we have intuition. We have uh, we have our soul purpose. We've met a soul family, and we are now, um, as well as we have met the twin flame, the soulmate. Now, synchronicities and accelerated manifestations are taking place. So your, our questions and answers through synchronicities and hidden messages, and hidden messages are easily revealed to us by the way of the power of our higher senses or intuition, discernment. We find messages and answers in books, nature, and even random conversations. As well, you become aware of how strong and powerful your intent has become. Whatever you focus on manifests at much faster than ever, uh, manifests much faster than ever before through intent, you know, sent over force. And by way of uh, noticing our positive perceptions being um, elevated, and then actually verbalizing the fact that our intuition or our positive perceptions are now elevated by saying you're psychic, eventually the cells going to become psychic. By saying you're clear audience, eventually the cells will hear that and have the understanding or understanding that you are a clear audience, and that's what it's going to be. So it's what we tell ourselves first and foremost. So these uh, accelerated manifestations take place by way of the power of our intent. It's basically magic, which they say will, you know what I'm saying? But we also be finding synchronicities and hidden messages are easily, well, our questions are answered through the synchronicities and hidden messages. So when we notice that something is in sync with another thing, we need to follow through on that and keep it moving because there is some type of connection that is going to lead us to our answer, basically, through the ancestors, you know what I'm saying? Because all things are interconnected. So if we take a break and it ain't, you know, it's like, you know we need to keep, in Tachi, they call it no breaks, no no stops. So keeping it moving through the form does bring about that, the energy properly as it flows through the um, physical body. All right, so... Um, we'll find these messages and answers in books, nature, and even random conversations. So basically, we'll be able to uh, decipher um, answers. We'll be able to get answers through deciphering um, conversations as well as um, things in nature, like we were speaking on the birds, going from um, right to left is a good omen. If it's going from left to right, it's somewhat what they call a negative omen. Yet, you know, just looking at things in nature, the wind blowing a certain way, uh, the sun setting or rising in a certain area, clouds and certain You look at it and don't look at the other, look at the um, intelligence side of it. And there may be some type of information that can give you a conclusion to a question that has arose. All right, so um, 
the letter that coincides with that is He, that is H-E, and it means to breathe, He, and El He, like when he was uh, talking about the spiritual, um, chapter 7 of uh, the Holy Tablets, which was uh, spiritual soul, the living soul, like living soul, hey, life, living soul. All right, so hey is the principle of the universal life. So breathe, to breathe, to look, uh, it means also to reveal a side and the symbol is a window. So looking out the window, getting some breath, looking out the window, something is revealed, but it's the principle of universal life. So synchronicities and accelerated manifestations um, come by way of breathing, come by way of um, that window being open, the conifer, taking in that that light, and then it's something then is revealed to us through, through the breath, through the intelligence. All right, and that's the new principle of universal life. Hey, the fifth uh, letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and that's talking about accelerated manifestations and synchronicities. Our connection to the universal and life is evident when when uh, when this is taking place. And we have uh, went through those other signs as well. The first song, first four signs, which are again intuition, um, soul's purpose meeting your soul family and meeting um, your twin flame or soulmate, then synchronicities and accelerated manifestations be easier to, well, manifestations are much easier once you have um, become more acquainted with your soul family to, uh, as well as soulmate and your intuition is uh, in, is online. Your soul, you have your soul purpose. All right, so number six is taking responsibility for your own happiness. You've taken responsibility of your own happiness as you embody your higher self and you realize how powerful you are and how you co-create reality through your thoughts and emotions. You take full responsibility of your own happiness, inner peace, hotel, and you stop blaming other people or the government or even outside or any other type of outside sources Victimization is a thing of the past when you take full charge of your healing and your evolutionary process for your elevation and developing into the immortal body. So we now look at the world in a different perspective. We don't point fingers. My mom used to always tell me, I said before, you didn't hurt it. You point one finger at the world, you got four more point back yourself. So I, I had to take it in the habit of any time something happened, I'd be like, it was meant. You know what I'm saying? I don't even try to say point blame or nothing. I'm I victimize myself. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna you know I ain't gonna be a victim of somebody else because then you giving the power to that external um, demon. I call it the devil. It's just like you know whatever. It's something. So the devil made me do it. No, nigga, you made me do it. It's, it's me. It was up. To, it's our choice. But you know if I trip up and I bust my head open, I ain't gonna blame the twig. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's no reason to uh, to look outside of ourselves and try to say something has made me happy or something has made me, you know what I'm saying? You know, you see that $100 on the bill, on the, I mean, $100 bill on the floor, you pick it up, 
get back. You know what I'm saying? Look, that was, that's my, you know, a lot of people like, Jesus, Lord, the Lord blessed me with a $100 bill on the floor, take off running and go to church and give them $90, and you got 10 left. You know what I'm saying? You know, keep that power put in your pocket if you did that. It's the interconnection of all. You know what I'm saying? So take responsibility for your own happiness. That is uh, coinciding with the letter V-A-U, and that is um, a tenth head. Oh, hey, is the man's hand um, raised to the, raised your hand to the roof, the cop. Um, Bah means add, secure, and hook, the symbol of a tent peg or hook is the archetype of all fertilizing substances. All right, so taking responsibility for your happiness, um, you are now secure in your own happiness. You are happy with you. You add known without taking away from your own personal uh, energy. You know what I'm saying? You're not depleting your cellular advancement by complaints or um, emotional uh, activity that could be, for, uh, you know, in a low frequency towards the cells. And we're going to go into um, some of the epigenetics, epigenetics uh, and speak on that in a few minutes, how uh, epigenetics basically means away from the cell or something that is outside of the cell that is now, that is going into the cell. Um, external information is going into the cell that can be advancement or uh, regression. I sometimes go to Number seven, embracing all emotions. You, this is the twin. This is the seventh sign of the twenty-two signs that we are developing into our mortal body. We are embracing our emotions. You have now transcended the spiritual bypass that some emotions are bad or negative. Instead, we embrace all emotions, and instead of repressing them, holding them in, you allow them to flow through you. Anger and compassion or motivation. Then we and, and we can also empathize with others while maintaining the integrity of our own field. So we can feel the pains of others and we can feel the um, the anger of others, but we don't allow those energies. We can also feel the love of us, the happiness, but we don't allow those energies to uh, integrate into our own field. All right, so. Um, Okay, um, the letter that coincides with that is dying, and it's a matic. It's like a, um, something that you use to uh, uh, feel with. I'm on the, I'm about to hold on one minute. All right, um, I'm back. Part self. Um, so we're embracing all emotions. The letter that coincides with this in the Hebrew alphabet is dying. It is a, a weapon as well. It means weapon, um, food, and to cut. It is the completed fertilizing act. Now, Va, Tempeg, is to add superior hook, is the archetype of fertilizing substance. This is the completed fertilizing act. When we embrace all emotions and we learn to manipulate those emotions, you know, like in the inner smile, fusion of the five elements, 
uh, and transforming negative emotions with the inner technique. Um, we are then using our strength as a weapon, you know what I'm saying, somewhat, and we are cutting um, away the, the ego that tells me to react to certain emotions in those manners that are not healthy for um, optimal cellular advancement or basically the development of our immortal body. Number eight, we'll get through these. We're going to get through them. Bear with me. (laughs) I know. It's a few of them. we got a few more to go. Number eight is the holographic nature of reality. We see the holographic nature of reality. Um, The holographic nature of reality is basically encoded within you, and you can sense the interconnectedness of everything. Obvious now that we live in a multidimensional matrix and that you have a multidimensional anatomy. You also feel very attracted to sacred geometry. But now we have become aware and conscious that there is an interconnectedness of everything. Even this so-called unanimated glass um, bottle of kombucha that I'm drinking, synergy, organic kombucha. Hold on, let me take a sip. Yeah, thanks. I say right now. Yeah, all right. If it has an electromagnetic field, when the interconnectedness from my mind to go and look at it and take a sip was already there before I even implanted the thought into my physical brain and went and actualized it through the physical reaction of picking it up and taking a sip. It had already knew that I was going to pick it up eventually and take a sip. You know, although it, it seems unanimated and it has no life, it is still conscious. You know what I'm saying? And it's connected to everything in this room, just like everything is connected to everything. You know, see that grid in the matrix, you remember in the matrix when Neo saw everything, he was like, and my name is not Anderson or whatever. And he said his name was Neo, you know what I'm saying? Because he had now developed both those of his, uh, the left and right lobes, and the neocortex was now online. All right, the letter that coincides with this check. C-H-E-T-H, that's a tent wall. Um, it is the enclosure of all uninvolved cosmic energy. The enclosure outside, there's an enclosure outside, that's what it means, enclosure outside the divine path. All right, so the holographic nature of reality. You can look at that like, you know what I'm saying, we're seeing both sides, but... Um, because it's got to, it's divided, the enclosure is outside and it's divided. So we see things. Most people don't see the hologram. They don't even they don't have an understanding or understanding of what the holographic reality is or the hologram is. The light message, or the light code, is the holo whole message. You know, holo or hollow or holo gram hologram again. Gur am gur meaning silent am meaning mind or brain. So Haru, light, Gur, silent, and mind. So the silent light of the mind. Wisdom, basically, in meditation or in silence. In wisdom, silence, we gain wisdom. So we bring that in by um, 
having silence around the peace, bringing the intelligence natural. All right, so that's shit. Going to the ninth, ninth sign that we are embodying our mortal body. The ninth sign that we are developing and advancing into our mortal body. Our chemical and healing powers. Whether we are utilizing hands-on healing like Reiki or soul retrieval or any other type of healing uh, modality, you have learned how to direct your intent and manipulate energy to remove energetic blockages. We can also easily connect to our higher self and disengage discordant energies that hinder our spiritual growth and often it will also assist others in their healing and ascension process with our cities for those nine higher um, faculties or nine abilities. It also equates to um, the nine different seats of, or the nine different cycles or steps of within the tree of life. I put that on the slideshow as well. And you can see that that is very similar to the DNA strand as well as um oh well as well as um the chromosome and you see how that connects through the cell with those cypress or cephras being um the cells and then it's coming out of the X type of formation. But that's the Mechabar as well if you bring both of those energies together from the higher point where you have um where we have Kether at the top, and then we go to Nakut at the bottom. We bring both of those energies up together, it forms into the Star David. That's a Mecca ball, you know what I'm saying? And that Mecca ball is like a nano diamond. The nano diamond be located within the crystalline substance that we call plasma, but that nano diamond was um, first it adapted into. It came through the, those uh, catastrophes that we, we had billions of years ago by way of uh, uh, comets and meteors, meteor showers that came down from different other, other realms and dimensions and then landed on this planet. But it carried those nano diamonds that eventually cooled off and developed carbon that also uh, brought about melody. And that's blood or plasma as well. Remember, blood is the most physical aspect of uh, T, which would be the most physical aspect of melody. All right, so nine, the ninth letter is T. That means clay basket. Um, I mean, the symbol is a clay basket. Basket. It means serpent, to, and it also means to surround, contain, and also means mud. It is the symbol of the initial female energy. This is T, Tet, the ninth letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Um, again, serpent means to surround, contain, and we know that the serpent energy, Kundalini energy, is female energy. You know what I'm saying? The Kundalini energy, and as it rises up the spine, it meets back with, well, as Shakti meets back with Shiva, connect at the common region. You know, the cities, those nine powers um, are developed and they, are, they begin to enhance or they begin to come back online. Ninth letter, we got uh, 20 more to go. 20, wait, I mean, uh, um, 
How many do we have left? 11? Uh, 12. My bad. My math ball. <laughs> Actually, yeah, now we have uh, we have uh, 12 after this. 10. So we're on 10. Activating our DNA. So activating the DNA is very important. It's one of the most important in um, this process. It's, this process is like uh, getting what, how we would do it is keep putting more light into our morphogenic field. Basically, that's the genetic field. Hold up. I just heard a buzz or something. Everything good. No questions? Somebody asking questions. I just heard something. I don't see nothing up there. All right, so um, we're bringing more light into our morphogenic field. The morphogenic field is that change is how we can change. Uh, well, the morphogenic field is basically the cell, but it's on a it's on a realm of um, spiritual reality, the intelligence, that electromagnetic field, and again, like we're speaking in the tabs and uh, the soul, how we take in that light. And it goes into the cellular structure and the bills. It builds the cellular structure. And then it enters the physical body. And then when the physical body is back on the hill, that abundance of light or acquiring more light, it advances the higher self or advances the immortal body. All right, so by activating that, the dormant strands of the DNA that are corresponding to the immortal body, Within, which are like they say is uh, you know up to twelve different strands, but it's more than that. It's infinite, you know. What I'm saying that, but by accessing that, then we access other um, dimensions of consciousness, alternate dimensions, multi-dimensional reality. Very important to do this. Um, DNA activation is also the key to spiritual ascension, natural travel, soul travel, and the embodiment of the um, immortal body. So when we um, have elevated and, and activated the dormant strands, then it's natural for us to go into uh, a more powerful experience for all the other five mentioned thus far. And the ones I to mention, all of those just come in by activating the DNA. That's by putting more light into the cell, you know what I'm saying, by way of uh, meditation and as well as um, food and uh, water. Remember, gene, the essence, is very important. It's within the Taoist um, practices, they call it gene, but it's basically essence parts of it. Um, but uh, the essence comes from air and water that we take in. So the higher quality of food, the higher quality of the gene, the higher quality of the air, the higher quality of the gene, as well as water. So the gene is converted into chi or energy for the physical body. Then that is then converted into shin or spirit or intelligence. So we want to put in the most intelligent food, the most intelligent water and air. So when it is converted in the physical body, then formed into our external reality, it'll be at the highest vibration, the highest frequency as possible. 
although there are things that's taking place, you know, they're just trying to, you know, they're trying to blacken the sun, which, you know, is possible. But we would not, you know, but by DNA activation, we'll go into being able to uh, have access to other cities and these other um, signs that, you know what I'm saying, you would just be moving into those different realms a lot faster. You know what I mean? All right, so the tenth letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Yod. It is a closed hand. So it's a hand, it means a hand at work to throw, worship. It's the opposite of at the least. It's a steady state, continuity. Remember, at least uh, represents positive or negative, life and death. It's just a duality. It's to, um, you know what I'm saying? It's two splits, two opposites that, um, that exist. Two opposing forces that complement each other, basically yin and yang. That's your magnetic, but this is a still state. Is uh, this is a uh, hand template, and it's a steady state, continuous. But this is um, what we just talking about activating your DNA. So this is a permanency, almost as you speak on it like that. So um, when we put in that great work, again, Yah means work. We put in that great work, then we get to um, then we'll see the ultimate change by way of um, the divine being, which is the soul. And that divine being or the soul is permanent. So that's a continuous state, basically. And again, it's uh, 10, Yad. And Yad, or 10, is also the the number of completion. So, you know, going back to that once again, that's that one. Like in the 23, 23, 46, one zero eleven. Eleven unconditional self love. Your fourth strand of DNA corresponds to your heart shock. So one of the main benefits of DNA activation is being able to access and and embody a state of unconditional self love. So no longer do you feel the necessity to attract love from other people. Instead you see yourself as an infinite source of love, and a sense of wholeness begins to unfold as you love all aspects of yourself, even your shadow self. That was a bit. All right, so when the fourth strand of the DNA is activated, basically the heart chakra, that is a corresponds, of course, to um, your unconditional love towards self, not um, just selfish love, you know what I'm saying, but having unconditional love for yourself, even your faults, you know what I'm saying, you learn to embrace them, we'll, and we actually use those faults as strengths and learn to use them to um, keep the evolutionary process, if you will, or the future development process of the immortal body in the right um, flow, because if, if it ain't there, for a reason, what's it there for? So we, you know what I'm saying, don't don't cut off your, your thumb because it's ugly to you, you know what I'm saying, go and get the gallbladder out or something, they don't want to go through the process and responsibility of, or they do something, you know, I'm just saying, it's just don't um, go taking out things on yourself when it was there for a reason. Learn to embrace those, those, uh, those so-called faults and look at them as actually gifts, and that will also help bring about um, the advancement and development of your immortal body. 
All right, so number 12, oh, the letter that coincides with, uh, with unconditional self-love is C-A-P-H, the pen, palm, or the palm of the hand, means to bend, to allow, to tame, and to open. This is the architect, archetype of receivers. All right, so the bend, allow, tame, and open. Unconditional self-love. So we now are being able to um, bow to those flaws. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, I see you flaw. We're not worshiping, but we're not, we're not going to put too much focus on them. And we have unconditional love, self-love for ourselves in any state. And that, that love, you know, generating the heart chakra for that green in there in the hills, you know what I mean? Heals the cell. So we transform that negative emotion of hate into love. And we breathe out spiritual life. You know, breathe it in, breathe it out. All connected to intelligence. All right, so number 12, integrating and transcending your shadow self without the bitch. Also, um, in the um, in the Hebrew sense, or well, in, in Kabbalah, the cliff off the shadow self basically is the shadow of the um, tree of life, and it, it pertains to um, the mirror image of the higher self. So it would be the lower self, and then it, the um, the vibration of frequencies and the feelings and emotions that are obtained and then dispersed by the lower self or the cliff off. The cliff off. Basically, it's from, uh, I think, from a Hebrew word, klipah, which means um, the harlot. You know what I'm saying? So like that. In the movie, The Matrix, you know what I'm saying? The lady in the red dress, the distraction, the physical reality, the thus, the desires of the physical reality. But it's also the representation of Cali, of the red, but that's Kundalini energy in its lowest sense, in its lowest, lowest vibration. When it hasn't, uh, it hasn't been, I guess, uh, you know, what really is when it hasn't been tamed, basically. And if you notice the word right here, cop is tamed. It also means being allowed to tame. So when it, so when we tame it, then we tame that that lower sense and bring it back up. That that that. that that make rising like that, you know what I'm saying? Remember the serpent energy is the healing energy of uh, of the female energy. And that's the test, the ninth letter. You know what I mean? So um that's the symbol of the initial female energy. When it, when it goes up, you probably fuel back into the pomegranate again, that's when the healing powers come on, the alchemical the healing powers. Right. Oh, yeah, what was we at? 12, integrating and transcending your shadow self. Yeah, so the shadow self, that's the part of ourself that is running in reverse. Um, is mainly made up of the archetypes, personas, and complexes, you know, those templates of physical reality. Some examples are um, the victimized person, it's the tyrant, um, the perfectionist, you know what I'm saying, the, the businessman, you know, those People that gotta have it a certain way, you know. The but uh, the shadow self is 
what causes our self-sabotage, causes us to um, trip up a lot. And then it causes us to create chaos in our life as well. The shadow self is created by making decisions that are not aligned and attuned with our immortal body or the higher self. Shadow self, again, is the mirror image of the higher self, and it manifests as reverse codes in our DNA. So it's like things we tell ourselves that are in a negative state just because the physical senses speaking it to us or we're sending these signals to physical operation, then we tell ourselves that or where the DNA is located within the cellular structure, then the nucleus, then that manifests as reverse codes to our genetics, our true genetics, our true inheritance, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, being the celestial order or Anunnaki or, you know what I'm saying, Danaka, being the Elohim, you know, when we have these things in this physical reality that are telling us negative uh, type of scenarios and, and giving us this uh, low vibration of information or intelligence or light, then it's the shadow that is the clip off or the kabit, you know, the lower, the, the lowest realm of the um, physical self from the cot, the physical body. The kabit is the shadow body. And it runs loose. When it runs loose out there, yeah, it creates some chaos. You know, we've heard of shadow babies. Shadow babies are the babies that are formed when a male and female, or even a male and male or female with female, have intercourse and they're not interconnected with true love or with the heart intent, and they don't have a purpose or any type of um, agreement beforehand, some type of affirmation on a spiritual level, on an intelligent level, what they would like to acquire if it's not a child, procreation. So when they lay down and they just have sex bust off and they have an orgasm, then it develops a shadow baby through the shadow self because that's the mirror image. The mirror image of the higher self again is the shadow self. And the shadow self comes from clip off, like the word in Hebrew you know, means um, clip off, means on the harlot. So the harlot deals with lust and desire. So if we're having children, or, or not children, in the sense of a physical baby, when two are operating in the, pro, in the, in the not the procreation, but in the, um, they are operating in the realm of intercourse, and they haven't came and went into a spiritual affirmation like a tantra, then when the baby is born, this shadow baby is born, it's going to cause chaos in their life or in our life. And I've seen it myself in the past. I didn't know what it was. You know, I didn't know why I got in a car accident. You know, two days after I was with this certain female, you know, saying, "Why, my father, you know, but like But yeah, those things take place. You know, life gets turned off. You know what I'm saying? Because of these interactions, if we don't have affirmations, spiritual affirmation, intelligent affirmation, that connected to a more, a more pristine, powerful reality to bring about a higher exchange of energy. All right. All right, so twelfth letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Lamid. El um, is a shepherd staff. It means to teach, to yoke, means to control, bind, and also uh, to go towards. The principle of the consciousness connecting links. Right, so integrating and transcending your shadow self. Integrating, you know what I'm saying? Connecting. So the shadow self is created by making decisions that are not in line with the higher self. You know, so 
we need to transform the or transmute that information, those lower vibrating information that tell you know, that uh, mutated information, deranged information that's coming from media, you know, mainly a European devil in America, that deranged melody. Rearrange that deranged melody to a higher state by seeing through the lies, for one, and not really feeding into it. For instance, I was uh, walked in at mom's house, you know, there's no TV here, so they had the news on, and um, they were talking about LAX, something going on, like it's a, a threat or something. I think it said something about a threat at LAX, or maybe a terrorist. I didn't really um, zoom into it like that. I didn't get hypnotized by it. I just looked at it for about 10 seconds. But I read the, the title, it said LAX on it, LAX. So I just took it in, took a breath, and I relaxed. You know what I'm saying? That's what I saw. That's all I saw. Take a breath. Relax and walk away, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when we keep, when we go into it, we need to integrate that lower self, those, those type of inhibitions, those things that actually obstruct the passageway of information, the proper information for itself, and then destruct the, um, the connection and construction of our mortal body. All right, so going to 13. Frequency resonance. So as we continue to raise our frequency, we notice how some people can fall away from our holographic reality. Remember, this is an illusion. This is a holographic reality. That's one thing that we I need to put a little focus on. That's how you start having fun with this thing. You have to have the, the sense in our higher perception is not as real as it seems to be through the sense, through our physical sense. The higher senses operate on different frequencies of vibration. But as long as we give power to the lower senses of sight, hearing, smelling, you know, taste, and, and touch, and we say that this is what it is by way of those senses in that operation, then we lose touch of the immortal body. And that, that that's just basically the shadow self having control of you know, the monkey brain. That's the lower self having um, the most fun with this reality than we are in the higher sense. But when the higher sense is online, then you can manipulate it how you want to, and you're going to have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Don't look at nothing like it's bad. Because, you know, we've already went through the process of, uh, what was it, number nine, number nine, I think, or eight, embracing all the emotions. Yeah. So we've just, by embracing the emotions, we transcended bad and negative. So we can change that anger into motivation that drive, you know what I'm saying, because anger is in the realm of the lower chakra, the root chakra, but also motivation and drive is also in that realm, too. But if we deal with the anger, then it's also it's going to complete living function. So we got to turn that anger into acceptance, and then by way of doing that, we'll have it, we accept whatever it is that's causing the anger, then we have motivation to change, you know what I'm saying, whatever the that situation is without going into the mode of um, that external whatever is taking place. You know what I'm saying? Being controlled and manipulated by external things. All right, so with that, with that frequency resonance, like we were saying, um, people that are not at that same frequency start to fall away in your holographic reality. And we began to understand that our frequencies are no longer matching. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So they'll just be falling off like apples and you know, apples off of apple trees one day. The bang, bang. Like, what the heck happened? Right. You know, so this can happen with a job. It can even happen with the country of our origin. So we thinking we're from America. We can lose just because our frequency resonance is starting to rise properly. We'll lose the, uh, you know, the feeling of acceptance or agreement to a country of origin. I mean, like, we born here. We mm-hmm. no longer sense that. We don't even feel that frequency. No more. We know where we're from. We're from everywhere. I mean, in general, you know, you have to have, have resonate with the planet for that matter. You know what I'm saying? We go to another dimension and resonate at the frequency of that realm and then bring it back here, you know, in this waking deep state or whatever. So, in turn, your higher frequency attracts you to a new grid of places, times. Um, things as well as people that are in line with your frequency and are in to and resonate to that frequency. All right, so the letter that coincides with this is Mim, and it is water, water, blood, or chaos is what it means, and it's the archetype of the maternal creative principle. So frequency resonance, and we know water is the symbol, or the symbol uh, like the M, M, the symbol of energy, electric, electric magnetic energy, and that symbol that that's a frequency, basically, also a vibration. So, thinking about um, frequency of uh, individuals that are attuned, thinking about someone that's dipping in the same water that you are drinking the same water, basically. So that's a uh, mineral water. Same blood, you know, as well, and we're getting away from chaos because we've already um, integrated and transcended our shadow self. So now we're away from the chaos and we're bringing in um, the beauty of our manifestation, order, my eye, that, that my eye starts with the letter M, you know, M again is water, all right. Take the letter M and turn it upside down. You have my actor. Water, truth, balance, love, with equanimity, or sad, quality, but not. So, number 14. The 14th sign that we are developing and advancing into our immortal body is that honest yes and honest no. We are no longer afraid of saying no to other people through our inner guidance and that when and then um, we're no longer afraid of other people's reaction when we are true by ourselves by saying no or yes. So every time you're congruent with what you want and what you don't want, you actually gain more power. Similar to the men after stabilizing the heart to live in truth. So certain emotions that we react on by saying yes um, might not, by re- reacting and saying yes to the emotion, will deplete our power. So when we learn to say no to that emotion, honest no to whatever it may be on the external, then we gain power. Like I was speaking on the reason that I went into this, when I saw that 
So when I was there, you know, certain things take place, and I, it, in my mind I said, uh-uh, no, let me find a way to transform and transfer this energy properly. So I said, in my mind, I said, nah, uh-uh. All right, so by saying no, we gain more power. And the intelligence that, you know, remember, uh, energy cannot be um, destroyed or created. It is only transformed and transferred. So the energy was transformed and transferred in the higher vibration in place of a lower vibration by going back into a, the external reality in another sense. So when I said, nah, I don't I miss that, you know, it, I was like, let me do something. I got on the phone, and that's when, when I started uh, doodling, and I pulled up the that right there, the A standing in that picture, you know what I'm saying, came to the forefront. All right, so that instead of it being a shadow baby, that's a light baby, all right, rainbow child, all right, so, and, uh, all right, that, this, that's 14, you're honest, just an honest, you know, being honest with yourself and others, you know what I'm saying, you don't have to try to appear to be humble or spiritual by rejecting what you truth desire in your life either, so if there's certain things that you uh, desire and, and you feel that it's honest that you really want it like that, then go and get it, you know what I mean? Don't deny yourself. You know, as long as you know it's odd, if you're being honest with yourself and you're going to take you, you know what I mean? All right, so the 14th letter is moon. That's seed, air, or sun. Um, the symbol is a fish or a seed. This is the archetype of all individual existence. Noon, in you in, or none. Um, the seed, air, or sun. So honest, yes, honest, no. Plant the seed right there. And when you plant that seed, it grows into the sun or sun of a sun. I said is the root is basically light. So that's your eye, the great light. So as you get that great light, goes down to that cell as you plant that seed by having an honest yes or honest no, and you build more power because you are now congruent with your higher self, you know what I'm saying? That's your mortal body. Fifteen. Harmonious family relationships. Yes, harmonious family relationships. So, if uh, you are going through this enlightenment process or whatever you want to call it, you know, we're born enlightened. Everybody's enlightened. We just forget. So, we get in document. That's still the same thing, though. You know what I'm saying? It's all in the experience. It's all in one day. Some things we do need to be reminded about, you know, so bringing back the mind, bringing back the power, so that's the thing. Bring mind, bring mind, bring mind. You know, so bring mind, mind meaning um, intelligence, basically, or mind. And Ray means to um, bring back. Or means light, the light of the mind, so remind, so the light or the vital energy of the mind. All right, so now we have, uh, if you if you're thinking that we are enlightenment or enlightened, and um, you really want to see what's going on with that enlightenment process, then let's go. Um, Let's go to your your house or where you, your mom and dad there and stay there for a couple of days 
and see and experience the same family drama to see how you react to it. If you react to it in the same way, then you may not be enlightened. But if you have cleared those cords like of attachments and those um, past family ties or karmic ties that um, are within your family structure, cleared, then you are coming into your immortal body. So you're going to have those same type of family drama taking place and that whole um, type of, you know, those issues or situations that were then have now shifted and your whole family is now approaching you with um, open arms and they accept you for who you are because you are now accepting them. So by loving your family just for who they are, it'll bring about my to bring about balance and order. But if, and I, I noticed I had to stop going to my pig's house every time and, and uh, trying to change something that I had no power over. You know what I'm saying? It's an individual thing. It's their responsibility. Even though I love my, my people, I love my mom, I love my, my grandma, I love all of you know, I love my sister and all that. It's just that, you know, I do what I do personally as an individual, I do myself or whatever. I had to take leadership. At least I had to take the head of the bull and really yoke that mojo. You know what I'm saying? I had to take. And remember, yoke is um, is Lama, the shepherd's staff. So taking that, you know, like in the comedic sense, take the, the shepherd's flail and the crook, the crook, the shepherd's crook and the flail. So you take that staff. And you get that animal nature and you bring it in. Then you get that flail and you whip it or whatever, the animal side of self, the animal of man. And you go to senses, basically, the physical senses and the lower sense perception uh, avenue. And you tame it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You bring that energy back up. You know, so it's hard to um, go into this walk where, where we are without having that discipline within self. So I had to learn that I can't go over there and tell them what to uh, eat and, and what supplements to take if they ain't even tame below itself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like trying to, you know, shoot a uh, shoot a bullseye in the dark with the blindfold on. You already got two things against. And, you know, you're holding a weapon trying to aim at something you can't even see. So they, they, they don't even see that it's a problem. So how can they operate and change that problem if, if the senses are telling them otherwise, you know, to tell them go to the doctor, go get the pill, or go to the church, go get this pill, you know what I'm saying, go to the lawyer, go get this pill, you know what I mean? So they're looking for uh, a magic bean to grow this um, jack and a beanstalk, and the magic bean is pomegranate, and beanstalk is the you know, the central nervous system or the spine, the energy going up. It's the lower self. That's man or jack. You know, jack means man. You know what I'm saying? So that's man going up the, the spine, you know, the spine going back to heaven. You know what I'm saying? But they they don't see that magic being and all that. They, they just, like in that perspective anyway, they see that pill or whatever. So good thing, you know, but going and not operating and, and knocking on that door every day and 
understand who did do that, and you can still be with your family and be accepted for who you are. And when you go in, they're like, so um, what are you doing now? And then how is everything? And you, you, you let them know, and you, you ask them how is everything, and you smile, and you hug them and love them, but you, uh, we don't have to go into that that argument, that controlling type of, um, I want to fix everybody and everything in the world. First fix self, you know, they're going to gravitate to certain things, but if it's meant for them now, then that's what they're getting to now. So it might take another hundred years, ten, another thousand, ten thousand, ten billion years, but, you know, eventually everyone is going to get back to who they are in their walk, you know what I mean? You know, it's a roller coaster ride. Remember that. So some people might be at the front, some people on the back, some people in the middle. Everybody's going to go through that roll on that roller coaster ride. Everybody's going to go through the same bumps and the same spins and turns and curls and upside downs and you know and all that high speed stuff. It's just we're going to be at different points of view on that roller coaster ride. And it's all fun. Remember, have fun with the this hologram. That's how we stay in, in, in peace with it. You know, inner peace. Know what's going on with self. So that way, when we have any type of situation going on external, and it, if it does develop in what we call a low vibration, we know it came from somewhere within, and then our interconnection. But something is going on somewhere on the and our interconnectedness with all that's going to cause these limbs or these obstructions, these delays. But delay does not mean denied. Also, but harmonious family relationships will, will help bring about a great change in, uh, in life. You don't have to uh, just communicate with your family. Just don't communicate certain things to them on a day-to-day like that. That'll help clear baggage that's within them because then they have to think and dwell on what you've already talked, you know, or brought to the table. But if we do it every day, that ain't going to affect change. It's going to hurt or so. It's a harmonious family relationship. Very powerful. The letter that coincides with that is um, Thamik. That's a thorn. means you grab, hate, protect, support. It's the archetype of female fertility, the opium. So, in protection, harmony is protection, basically. And we live in harmony. There. That's peace, prosperity, protection. And that's one of the help. You know what I'm saying? When we are in harmony with self, then we bring about the help of self. So first, self, then the source. And when that when that self is healthy, the things on the external become just as healthy. Eventually, you know what I'm saying? Be patient with self. You know, be your own doctor and be your own patient. No guilt, no shame. This is the 16th sign that you are advancing and developing into your mortal body. You have no guilt, no shame. Guilt is a four-letter word, like to say, you know what I'm saying? It's a curse word. Curse is to sell. It's no guilt, no shame, no remorse, no regrets. Shame and guilt are the two lowest frequency energetic blocks known to manage. In order to embody our immortal body, we need to let go of the identification with shame and guilt. So we have to clear guilt and shame from genetics or what our inheritance has acquired, basically through the DNA, and release that shame and guilt that has been implanted by society and released as well. So instead, we choose to embrace the state of joy and bliss, and we have become immune to guilt manipulate strategies. 
often used by victims. So we no longer look at guilt in the same state of mind. We embrace the guilt and then we we actually transform the guilt into joy and bliss. So as long as my head is down and walking around, you know, see a lot of that anyway. You know what I'm saying? I, I used to say, I mean, when I first started noticing the cell phone thing that people walked around with, I'm like, dang, why are we walking around with our head down? That's a sign of, you know, of weakness. You know, we need to have our head up. And they, they know that when our head is down, we're also carrying a lot of weight on the spine, and that's going to be um, causing an obstruction of the energy to go back up to the pomegranate properly. So they're walking around with their head down, and they're clipping on it, and looking at these uh artificial electronic device, electromagnetic device, or nerve, and that's another thing, you know, so we keep allowing that energy to go in, we're going to become more accustomed to the energy going in in that manner, but it, it has to also come back out. So it's good to uh, take the guilt thing out, but that's just that symbolic gesture of our, our posture that shows uh, a sign of weakness or a sign of guilt. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's a subconscious thing that's taking place, I um, the letter that coincides with 16th sign is um, I. That is, I, the symbol is an I. It means to watch, to know, or to shape. And this is the illuminating principle behind the act of impregnation. So um, to watch, to know, or to shade, I. And this symbol is an argument. And when we know and we are watching properly and observing properly, then that guilt or that shame is no longer there because we are noticing what the energy blocks have acquired in our life. And we are now transforming that energy, that those blockages, and releasing it so it no longer will have those will no longer be in our blood or through inheritance. You know, a lot of our guilt and shame is through inheritance and by, by way of DNA. And we take on the sins of the Father, so to speak, those familiar curses. And we we live the same uh, life as what our parents um, have um, given us through what we call genetics, which is uh, haphazard and uh, also not necessary. I uh, 17 is making decisions in line with your higher self. When we do this, when we make these decisions that are in line with our higher self, and then that in, that coincides with the immortal body. So it will help enhance the immortal body and bring about that 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 power that's needed. Because when we are making decisions or we are agreeing to certain um, certain reactions that are based on the lower self, it depletes the energy that's going into um, our genetic or cellular expression. So it won't feed the cells by way of the, you know, Ira or Allah or the great light. It won't feed the cells the great light to impregnate the cell properly to become what it is in that electromagnetic morphogenic field. Remember, morphogenic is changing up the genes Basically, so when that great light comes in, it fuses with the cell properly, 
And we have an abundance of that light, the great light, you know what I'm saying, by way of heart energy or love energy, that green light, you know what I'm saying, that's the bridge for the low, from the lower self to the higher self. When it comes in and it's proper and the abundance of it is there, then this will actually bring about that electromagnetic field that's on the external or that um, the human body turning into a ship. All right. So instead of making these decisions based on fear or making decisions based on righteousness, competition, or lack, you make decisions that are in line with the immortal body, ultimately with the source will. So now we are aware of our source intention, and that's the law of one, um, unconditional love, cooperation, perpetual um, motion, cause and effect, non-judgment, as well as free will. You know what I'm saying? So we now are basically at one with all. You know, we deal with the synchronicities that come from all, and we also deal with the singularity of of self, but we know it's the source and self are one. So even though we all have free will and can ultimately go against the source of will, we are unconditionally loved. So you are now aware and conscious that making decisions within trigger the law of cause and effect and create that karmic imprint to remind us we must heal that karmic myasm or that karmic burn at some point. You know what I'm saying? So now that we have um, went through those other phases, we now see that by making decisions that are aligned with the higher self, we now improve in our cooperation with others by noticing that all are equal and we no longer are judging, you know what I'm saying? I used to say judgmental, but first judgmental is just looking at the word means to judge one's mind, so that's judge yourself. So we got to judge ourselves and like, what's going on with my stuff? Why am I looking at this other person all the time trying to put you no know, blame on them or say something wrong with them? What's wrong with me that I need to be looking at other people and talking about them? You know what I'm saying? We look at others to try to accommodate, to try to um, trade words, justify something that's going on in my life, and we talk about them instead. Uh, I got to look at my faults. I don't want to look at nobody else's. Because then I'm going to pick up their faults and it might even be worse through that karmic, you know what I'm saying? So, so eventually we do have to look at the law, what we call cause and effect. You know what I'm saying? Because it happens most of the time unknowingly and unconsciously because of the reactive emotional mind. So when we um, take in the aspect of making decisions that are aligned with the higher self, then we will no longer have those karmic disorders or chaos, you know, shadow babies, basically. Does it coincide with that is pay? That's an open mouth. It means to, um, it means the edge open to blow or scatter. Um, it's the same as chest as far as the, um, what it represents is as uh, the is the enclosure of all unevolved cosmic energy. The cosmic energy being enclosed, but it means to open, blow, scatter, is symbol of open mouth. So uh, make decisions that are in line with a higher self, the immortal body. It will 
that's knowing the edge, knowing the ledge, getting everything together, knowing that there is an infinite exchange and inter and interconnection of all things and all people, persons, places. All right, eighteen. Inner and outer abundance. Inner and outer abundance, lack of limitation or thing of our past. You now embody the state of absolute inner abundance, and that's reflected onto your holographic reality. You no longer seek to extract love, approval, or any type of appreciation from other people because you are the source of that love. Happiness is within you, inner happiness, hotel, inner peace. As well, you have now transcended the spiritual bypass that money is evil, and you know that money is just energy like all things that are in the physical arena are conscious. So you enjoy financial and you use your abundance to create a more harmonious reality for yourself and for others. So now you have inner and outer abundance. This is another sign to you of um, you have advanced and are developing into your immortal body. It's the 18th sign. You have inner and outer abundance. You now know that you lack limitations, and anything that you manifest, anything that you wish to acquire, manifest a lot faster. Remember that. That's like third, fourth, no, sixth. Um, which one is it? Uh, say, it's not that one. Uh, it was like five. Yeah, accelerated manifestations and synchronicities, but um, this is 19, 18. Inner and outer abundance. Um, so you knowing that you can manifest at a lot, rap, a lot more rapid pace. Outer abundance is easier to access, but you use your abundance to create a harmonious reality for others as well as yourself. So. That are service to our others, not service to self. The letter that coincides with that in the Hebrew alphabet is um, Zadi. That is the, it means a man, it's a man on his side, the symbol is a man on his side, leaning down. Um, it means to wait, to chase, snare, hunt. Symbol of a womanhood, a symbol of womanhood in the social sense. But um, needs to wait, chase, snare, or hunt society, and that is uh, inner and outer abundance. And so patience, then we go after it, and then we get it. We snare, you know, what I'm saying inner and outer abundance. Like I said, I'm just tying it in with the Hebrew alphabet. It seemed like they would coincide 22 and 22, you know. All right, so 19 is the mind and plug from the matrix. So one of the signs that you are now developing and advancing to your immortal body is that your mind has been unplugged from so-called matrix of this reality, the mold of this reality, and you can clearly see the hidden uh, agenda. Uh, by way of Hegelian dialect or the um, problem, reaction, solution uh, type of scenarios that takes place within media and world in general. So you can clearly see through that hidden agenda 
and we see those who are trying to control the planet or whatever, you know, whatever they call it, Illuminati, you know that the Illuminati ain't real. The Illuminati means children of light, you know what I'm saying? That's my sign, that's uh, pray, pray, pray me, uh, I know it, yeah, I said, forgive me if it's wrong, but, you know, children of light, children of the sun. So, uh, everybody, every you got a you got a pomegranate, then you're choosing to like you take it as a, you know what I'm saying. So there's no such thing as a Illuminati on that in that realm, you know what I'm saying. But as far as what they are, these elites, I call them the littles, are doing, yeah, you know. But you see through that now, you know. So you unplug from that. Doesn't low it, it no longer resonates to you in the sense of fear with uh, what the media is trying to tell us that the official, um, quote-unquote, story. So your inner truth is the true detector of what is coming and going. And you have now become immune to those lower frequency strategies and those implants that constantly try to tell us that we are nothing and that we are mindless um, bottom eaters. You know what I'm saying? Well, my you know what I'm saying? You're no longer one of those, what they call shadow, you know what I'm saying? That herd mentality, but you're, you're moving on your own. You have tamed the ox. You pulled the open man with that shepherd staff, and you're now moving in your own sovereign um, capacity. True, your true self, your mortal body. All right? The letter that coincides with this is Kafka, Q-O-P-H, symbol sun on the horizon. It means condensed circle time sun or, or horizon. All right, so, you know what I'm saying? Being unplugged from the, the, the matrix brings you back into your horu rising. The light coming in, forming the, the connection of both realms, or harukati, you know what I'm saying? The light of two rounds, the light of both rounds, the hermacox, the sphinx, what they call the sphinx, you know what I'm saying? That's, uh, that's that hermacox, that's, that's the embodiment, that's the, the higher self and the lower self coming in balance, you know what I'm saying? Coming into one pot. You know, so when your mind is unplugged from that, from this physical reality or this illusion, this Maya Maya, the matrix, um, then we come into that reality of um, the light shining, you know what I'm saying, within, coming off the horizon. So the light coming into the sun, then going up, going into the heart region, then going up the horizon. 20 is um, we are no longer influenced by idolatry or things on the external, so or controlled by anything that, that we like. We awaken to our own co-creative powers and our, our God-like nature and ability, the higher senses of the immortal body, so we no longer put other people on the pedestal. We see our inner group, you know, the inner wisdom, the direct information, and that precedes any external guru or external guide, and we see that the teachers that are available are reflections of our own unlimited potential. And we notice that the interconnection is there, and we don't, uh, you know, we don't go out and, and become, uh, 
some type of bang, you know, disrespectful person either. You start still, you still stay humble within that walk and and be true to yourself through love and, and higher intent. But notice that all things, all people, all things, persons, places, events are interconnected, and nothing is um, nothing is higher than the other. We are all reflections of our of each other. So these forces, um, these forces of your worthiness and deservedness drive you to achieve whatever your mind sets out to. And then you become the master of your own reality, or you are your own group. You know what I'm saying? And that goes back to watch it take not You know what I'm saying? So not basically is, again, the wise celestial order. That's that light coming in. Watch it is the emerald light. Hey, it's infinite. So the, the infinite emerald light of the celestial order is coming in direct to you. That's your direct information. So when you get in that information directly from source, will you no longer have to be dependent on external or indirect information that's coming from um, perceptions of others. You know what I'm saying? You can get information, but then, you know, do what you do with it. This is, this is uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun, what you want to do with it. Imagine, nation. You know what I'm saying? Use your imagination. I imagine I imagination. From the collective, you will what you want out of um, the intelligence. You know what I'm saying? And on a high vibration, when it's accessed properly, you get some beautiful gifts outside. So don't worship Jesus on the cross, and, and don't worship uh, whoever it is in front of you giving you any type of information like me or whoever it may be. Don't worship me. I'm just I'm just a reflection of you, you know what I'm saying? I'm just giving you some information that is based on something that you were seeking in the first place. So I'm just just like you here uh, listening or whatnot. I'm, you're, you're a reflection of me because I'm a Gemini and I like to talk. <laughs> now, you know, whatever. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? I give thanks, you know what I mean? I... And the letter that coincides with um, um, giving up adultery or bye-bye to that type of reality is um, Rish, 20th letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and that is the head of man. So it's first beginning and top. I mean, you can already see that. So Rish being the head, that means taking control of uh, your own consciousness and awareness. So instead of us going outside of ourselves and trying to find some type of external information or external happiness or worshiping something outside of ourselves, we see ourselves as being first and the beginning at the top. So 21, overflowing with gratitude. Yes, gratitude. Gratitude is your attitude. So the sense of lack has become alien to us instead of us trying to count instead of um instead, you know, instead of counting our curses, we count our blessings. 
So the feeling of gratitude multiplies whatever you have and brings more positive uh, exchanges in our reality. So we are also become grateful and have gratitude for any any type of setbacks or any type of negative scenarios that may appear. So we learn to um, embrace and hug all types of energies from lower and higher to go of planes of awareness and consciousness. And we use all those brings even at a low on a lower vibration as room and opportunities to grow. Alright? That it coincides that is shin. That is two front teeth. Shin means sharp eat or, or to sharpen it is also means spirit or spirit of God. Alright, so when we're overflowing with gratitude, then we are in tune with the spirit of God, Shin. Remember when we were talking about Jean, she and Shen, we take in the essence, good quality food and air, convert it to chi, then we convert, you know, chi is energy, and then we convert that chi or that energy into Shen, and that develops that mortal body, that external, well, not external, but that internal um, mecha bar that is utilized as a ship to be able to transport one's higher self or the, the mortal body um, to other planes of awareness at any given moment. All right. 22. Last but not least, take yourself too seriously. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always say, first thing I say when I start a class, and it's, the, it's like the orientation, I like let's have, I always say, let's have fun with Tashi. Don't make it to where I'm not getting this posture right or whatever. I can't stand right in this pose, this foot right here. Don't make it towards a job, you know what I'm saying? Just have fun with the breathing and the moving, you know what I'm saying? It, it makes everything a lot easier when we have fun and we don't try to be so uh, complacent in our discipline. You know, you know, be disciplined, but yet learn to take a day where, or, you know, time to have a smile on your face, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be because something outside of you is pulling into your template or into your field and trying to, you know, bring about that emotion. It's just because you generally have love for self and you know that you cannot walk around with that stiff face all day. You know what I'm saying? It's going to cause stress marks in, <laughs> in the jaws and eyes. You know, so smile every once in a while. Bring that smile of energy in there and have a good sense of humor, you know, Laugh at our mistakes, you know, because as a learning process, we'll, you know what I'm saying, so I'll find an inner child and allow the inner child to come out and, and do, you know, those creative creative things that the, the child has the, the capability of doing. All right, so the letter that coincides with that, the 22 letter of the Hebrew alphabet is top, and that is a two-cross stick. That's a mark, sign, and signature. Those two cross sticks, again, that's the chromosome. You know what I mean? So the chromosome holds the DNA, you know, so it's from the cell, the cell to the chromosome to the DNA. So that uh, when we take ourselves too seriously, that brings stress. And when we are stressed, that binds to cellular growth and causes uh, to actually restrict uh, the passage of information to the nucleus of the cell, 
the DNA is and where our genetics or genes are to where we can develop a morphogenetic field or the um, immortal body, basically. You know what I'm saying? And that the mortal body, again, is the divine being that exists within the water, bringing harmony to earth, contributing to the divine soul of the hidden light, the immortal body, Amitra. So that's 22. That was the last one. So those are the 22 signs that you are developing and advancing into your immortal body. You know what I'm saying? Good, thanks. There's something, uh, I I think somebody was in the house looking at something on the Internet one day and uh, came up on my phone. Those are the 22 signs that you are embodying in the higher self. I was like, oh, nah, hold on. This, uh, I listened to it a couple of times. I was like, dang, this, this is the immortal body right here. So uh, I just put the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet that correspond to each uh, that corresponds to each sign, the 22 signs, and uh, show how that flux of energy through the, through the letter system of the Hebrew alphabet also infuses into that the groupings of uh, the 22 signs that you are going, we are building and developing into that immortal body. This is one of those things, you know what I'm saying? I get thanks, you know what I'm saying? It's peace. I So, from there, we're going to go into um, a little bit of the epigenetics, what I was speaking on. Oh, well, Beforehand, got a few more minutes. I may not even get into the epigenics. Yeah. So we do the um. Also, we could do the the um, developing the microphone through mudra and intent. We just form um form a hand the mystic pyramid. And first, we, you know, sitting in meditation or sitting in the chair, we just bring our hands, circle our hands over our head and form the Buddha prayer hands, or not the Hotep hands, and bring them down in front of the nose to the heart chakra region, where your thumbs, the base of your thumbs are located into the sternum area. Take a breath in and breathe out. Take another breath, six, three, six, breathing six. Hold for three in the center, then breathe out to six. Same as all meditative exercises. Now we're going to open our hands, keeping the thumb and the index fingers connected in the form that Mr. Pyramid, bringing up, them up over the head. And we're going to breathe in to six. And then we breathe out um, AUM. So we breathe in. Then breathe out um. While wow. uh, imagine the color purple at the top, then we come down to the heart chakra region while still holding that breath, and we breathe out. Ah, uh, so the top one to be high. We um, then we go to the middle. Um, and that'll be the color green at the heart chakra region. Then we um invert the hands to where the thumb and the index finger are still connected, but they're Pointing down to the earth, and we go to the root chakra, and we go, mm. 
So, mm, so. The colors are purple on the top, green at the hot chakra region, and then red at the root chakra. You breathe in and hold the breath on all three accounts. So we breathe in at the top. And we exert out the sound. Um, and go all to the heart region, color green. Then invert the hands and we go um. And the um will be the longest um, vibration since it's dealing with the lowest um, chakra region, the physical reality. As you know, if you look at the, at the rainbow, the red color is the one that we see the most uh, abundant. We see that the, as far as in uh, the physical sense, we see the red. So that lowest, that's the lowest color, the lowest vibration frequency. So that when we sound it out, it'll be mm, and the color of the red will be the longest. So at the top, it's um, A-U-M, and the color is purple. At the heart region, it's green, the sound is ah. Then at the root chakra region, the sound is um, and the color is red. All right, and invert the hands. You can do that three times, six times, 12, however you feel, but that will help um, help in bringing about that immortal body of the hidden light by way of intent and movement. All right, so epigenics, again, the genes have a lot to do with the immortal body, believe it or not, believe it or know it. So if we are, uh, what they say in epigenetics, well, beforehand, medical science thought that our genes were governed by our heredity, you know what I'm saying? But now they know that we are not victims of or at the mercy of our genes or the genetic inheritance. So we can't blame our bald heads, our bad health or bad breath, our fears or any type of misfortunes on our genes. And through the basically through the study of epigenetics, again epigenetics basically means um external or anything that's away from the gene, they've learned that or discovered that um individually we are at the driver's seat of our advancement or regression of our cellular genetic expression. So epigenetic basically means again beyond the cell or gene being source or beyond the source. So that means some type of external device that can manipulate and alter the genetic expression. So it relates to the the um, external mechanisms that can govern the behavior of the cell's growth or any particular organism that is in um that is in um conjunction with the cell. Alright, so in the past, conventional science, again, science, uh, medical science has told us that we had no control of our genetics and that all of our traits were inherited by way of our genes and there was no way of altering this function at all. So outright, they were saying that if my father had high blood pressure, I'm going to have high blood pressure. My, um, my mother had um, diabetes and I don't have diabetes and then we tell ourselves that's what it is. But we have found that that's no longer true. All right, so so how's this 
Um, so basically, now we know that um, all of these traits were are not inherited by our parents and by way of a gene, and that there that that's not taking place. So, so we look at it like this: we have 50 to 100 trillion cells that composes this physical body. So all of the genetic material or information is located within the nucleus of the cell, right? That's the center of the cell. So due to scientific thought, that, you know, back in the day, they thought that the nucleus was the brain of the cell and that everything that was taking place within the cell and behavior orchestrated by the nucleus. But now through um, advanced studies in epigenetics, we, they have found that, or the medical scientists have found that the nucleus is not truly the holder of, uh, or the, the orchestrator of the cellular behavior, and basically is just the holder and organizer of information, the catalogs of genetic information, because that's DNA is within the nucleus of the cell. So it's just like a library. It's basically taking in the information and people So knowing that if you take the brain out of the living organism, then that the body dies, right? So uh, it was a doctor named uh, Bruce Lipton who was doing stem cell research, and he removed the nucleus of the cell and found that the cell was completely unaffected by the removal of the nucleus, and it actually stayed alive and functioned in the same manner as when the nucleus was attached. So by this observation, he concluded that the nucleus was not the brain of the cell. Although it does contain the DNA, it does not need, it, well, I, you know, the DNA was in the nucleus, but the DNA needs an external signal to determine which DNA to run. So therefore, the gene was not dictating our, our complete physical expression. But the genes are within the DNA. The genetics are within the DNA. So again, the nucleus does have the blueprint of the DNA within it, and it does create life, yet it needs some type of external input to manifest. When you look at it like this, um, roughly 80% of our genes are affected in this manner, and 20% is genetic. So that so that 20% is like our hair, our skin, our eyes, and stuff like that, our physical appearance, basically. The other 80% is affected by some type of external means or external input. So in essence, our genes don't control our behavior or biology. The cellular membrane or the outer skin that contains the cellular membrane is the outer skin of the cell. It's like the got the cell, the watery substance around it, or in the middle, and then the nucleus in the center. Then you have that the fatty substance around it. That's the cellular membrane. Within that, it contains what is called the integral membrane proteins. These are thousands of little microscopic antennas that are divided into two separate groups called receptors and effectors. These receptors and effectors penetrate through the fatty structures of the membrane. So 
show that they are then located within the exterior and the interior of the cells. So they're on both sides of the cell. The receptors receive the signals from the external reality, and then it communicates the signals to the corresponding effector for that signal. Then, in turn, the effector reacts to the signal by transmitting the signal to the nucleus of the cell, where our genetic information is held. So our DNA is enclosed in a protein sheath and is dormant until it receives the signal for its expression. So when the receptor receives the signal, it sends the signal again to the corresponding effector, and then the effector uh, reacts to the signal by transmitting that signal to the nucleus of the cell where our DNA is, or genetic information. All right, so when it receives the right signal, the DNA then replicates into an RNA molecule, and it travels out of the nucleus, forming new genetic expression. Therefore, the signals that the cell receives is mainly determined by external factors. So that's by way of skin, eyes, ears, and all of our senses, which processes the signal, then transmits it to the cell. And therefore, it transmits it to the nucleus where our genetic um, information is, the DNA. So where the member, when the membrane receives the signal, then it sends it to the nucleus of the cell. So the behavior of the cell is determined completely by some type of external input. So although the signal is not necessarily the deciding factor of our genetic expression, so even though we are getting um, information from external factors, it is not the deciding factor of our genetic expression. What is meant by that is that some of the most common signals like um, nutrients, water, oxygen, hormones are very important and present. It is actually the mind, our intent, our perception that has the power to override any type of signal that reaches the membrane and in turn transmits that signal to the, to the nucleus. So by way of the filter of our mind or the way we perceive the signal for the world, the environment around us, or even our own life, this determines what type of signal reaches the cellular membrane and then in turn reaches the nucleus and then the DNA and our genetic expression that is formulating the electromagnetic field or the immortal body. So as um, so, whatever the type of signal that reaches the cell in the membrane, if we perceive it to be um, anger, hate, frustration, stress, dissatisfaction, then this will reflect into the cellular environment, causing degeneration by way of stress. So due to not being able to utilize, and due to that, then the cell won't be able to utilize and absorb those physical signals such as the water, the nutrients properly assimilate them into the cellular environment for uh, cellular advancement, basically for um, advancement and development of the immortal body. So when we alter our perception to an internal, peaceful, or hotel, aware and mindful, accepting state of mind, this will automatically allow our genetic expression to elevate and, in the result, 
It improves our health mentally, emotionally, and physically by way of being attuned and in tune to the higher intelligence. So it also has, it also assists in maximizing proper nutrition assimilation of food, water, and oxygen. So the external signal does come first. It is what we intake or the input, basically what we tell ourselves by way of the senses that determines our ultimate genetic expression. So it is imperative, very, it is very important, that we don't hold on to the belief system that certain health issues or life problems are caused by genetic inheritance. We must observe the external signals that may be causing health problems, be they emotional, mental, or physical. Remember, that's intelligence coming in through the external input, the external signal. And then we, so as to, as we perceive these signals as being good or bad, that's what affects the cellular integrity, alters the genetic expression. So therefore, we can rewrite our genes into a healthy environment or rewrite them into a more damaging environment. So how we perceive ourselves as well as others around us will it advance or will um, regress our cellular um, expression or our genetic expression into a, a higher, more uh, evolved, if you will, mortal body. All right, so these are some ways to um, advance our cellular expression. Went over a few earlier. Try to get, let me try to get all these in. We got a few more minutes, but um, um, some basic strategies for enhancing our cellular um, health and genetics and the potential of our genetics and activating those dormant DNA DNA. So um these are very easy techniques, you know, so first and foremost meditative and awareness cultivating techniques for exercises such as yoga, tai chi, qigong, as well as mindfulness um, throughout the day. This will help develop our perception to make us less reactive emotionally and impulsive. This will open up the parasympathetic nervous system. So when we are in the we are um, in the in the realm of the parasympathetic nervous system, then we are in the relaxation response, and that's our healing and repair response as well as the peace-based mechanism. So in the, you know in this modern-day reality, we are almost always forced to lean towards the sympathetic nervous system on a day-to-day. And this is the emergency fight or flight response. This may be necessary in a time of crisis, yet when it is not useful or purposeful, it can be damaging to the cell and in turn to our DNA. And that's the, where the genetic expression is. So it can cause many health problems within the hypothalamus pituitary um, adrenal access, which then degenerates the cellular health. The reason being, the pituitary um, will produce unneeded adrenaline within the bloodstream, and this, um, as well as slowing down or even stopping the respiratory system and, and the digestive system 
as well as speeding up blood circulation and to uh, causing blood to coagulate because the body thinks it has to heal from being cut or hit or something when it's not. So this can stress the cells, um, which in turn selects DNA that reflects whatever dynamic of stress that is, introdu- that is introduced to us. So we need to step back and observe whatever may be causing this stress and develop the characteristics of being able to control the negative emotional stimulus and being less attached to them. And this is mindfulness and meditative um, type of exercises that will elevate our genetic expression that, and then in turn will allow the DNA to expand and our outer reality to manifest in accordance to the inner peaceful reality. Another good way to um, advance and enhance our cellular expression is to get out into nature, like the mountains, the beach, uh, heavily wooded areas, walking on those paths in the woods or a park, um, going outside when you still do on the ground, on the on the grass, and um, meditating or doing qigong, tai chi or something, or just being outside walking. But um, this will allow us to breathe in a higher concentration of negative ions which is imperative for the activation of oxygen in general. Um, Negative ions are also anti-inflammatory. They support the immune system and enhance hormone communication. When we deal with natural ecosystems that have up to 50,000 units of negative ions per cubic centimeter, so that like going to the beach or mountains or those heavily wooded areas, almost like 50,000 units of negative ions per cubic centimeters. So that's a lot of good breathing going on right there, and that's a lot of good stimulating of the cells and, and then genetic um, development. So that, that development builds, um, again, it helps construct the electromagnetic field or the electromagnetic body that will be the mortal body or that ship, you know what I'm saying, that is holding or encased around a more more body, keeping strong, you know what I'm saying, keeping you healthy. All right, so um, metropolitan areas have, or cities have, like uh, somewhere between 10,000 20,000 units of negative ions per cubic square centimeter, you know what I'm saying, so in the cities it's a little less, but indoors, recirculated or recycled air, basically from um, what they call central air units, like in office buildings, houses, um, factories, can the um, negative ion rate could be at 100 units of negative ions per cubic centimeter, and that can easily be classified as slow suffocation, especially due to the way we shallow breathe and due to the lack of uh, activating oxygen, the 100 units of negative ions per cubic centimeter, we're not going to be activating a lot of oxygen to the body properly, and that's going to cause the organs first to be suffocated due to the lack of oxygen in the brain, and then eventually, you know, the whole system shuts down, system 